Hello, this is Polina. And Edith, and welcome to an episode of SEMP. We are two Yale Young Global Scholars from around the world who are concerned about mental health issues teenagers face. In this podcast, we will draw from our personal experiences and additional research to raise awareness about mental health, an often stigmatized issue, while trying to answer the question, how has media usage impacted teenagers' mental health throughout the COVID-19 pandemic? Welcome to today's episode of SIMP. Today, we're joined by Paulina, who will be talking to us about the TikTok phenomenon. Hello, Paulina. It's very nice to have you here with us today. How are you? Hello, I'm fine. Thank you so much. Today, I will be talking to you about the TikTok phenomenon over the span of the pandemic. Perfect. I believe many of us are wondering, when did this all start? Ah, yes. The rise of TikTok. As you know, this short video platform is extremely popular among teenagers and is currently used by over 800 million people, excluding those who watch its videos through other forms of media, such as YouTube or Instagram. However, before TikTok, there was Musical.ly, a similar app which allowed its users to share videos ranging from 30 seconds to a minute with their followers and using one of the many songs offered by the application. In January 2017, this app was rebooted by the Chinese company ByteDance as TikTok and has grown exponentially since then and become the app we all know, TikTok. Could you tell us a bit more about the purpose of the app? Absolutely. As I said, TikTok allows you to share short videos with your friends. There are many niche sites of TikTok where people with various hobbies can share their ideas or creations on the app. For example, I personally used to watch the knitting talk and DIY talk as inspiration for my art projects. It is a very small yet sweet community on the platform. Additionally, niches such as straight talk, gay talk, Draco talk exist and are known for more cringe or explicit content. They're actually the most popular ones of 2020 since there's nothing more entertaining during a pandemic than teenagers acting like mafia leaders or criminals. In conclusion, all is well when you don't overthink it. Similarly to Instagram, it is the simplest way of entertainment and creativity, yet there is a dark side to the app. I'd heard of the dark side of Instagram and other apps, but what is the dark side of TikTok? Could you elaborate on that? Of course. Firstly, using TikTok has been linked to many things such as causing anxiety, forms of depression, and extreme screen fatigue, which I must say is similar to other forms of social media, such as Instagram. A study done by West Side Story from the College of West showed that TikTok users report the app as being extremely time-consuming. You plunge yourself into it for hours on end and forget about the real world, which makes you feel unsatisfied and doubtful. You become dependent on the sense of reward it gives you, And on the global web index, we can see that the app is used on average for 52 minutes and more than once a day, meaning that we can lose between one to five hours of our day scrolling on our page without really doing anything. 
this can be very demoralizing and very hard for many people. Furthermore, TikTok is primarily used by teenagers and young adults. As a matter of fact, 60% of users in the U.S. are people aged between the age of 16 and 24. As such, we might understand that TikTok is a very loud platform which pushes, pushes people to express themselves and push forward new ideas and movements. And I am not saying that TikTok is all bad. It has helped in many ways promote people that need a bigger platform, such as the BLM, LGBTQIA community, and others. It is also inc uh, an incredibly wide source of knowledge. What I'm actually saying is that it should be used with caution. There is a good and a bad side to all things, TikTok included. As such, we must ensure that all voices are heard, but they are being supervised by actual advocates for the cause that they are supporting so that it does not become something exclusive or threatening to others who have different ideas, since we want them to join our side and not be wary of it. Yes, I definitely see where you're coming from. For me personally, I've chosen not to download TikTok for the negative reasons that you've talked about. Its algorithm is really addictive and it's some, a place where you can scroll for hours on end and feel like you're part of a community, but it can also make you all consumed with that. So I actually watch TikTok through other places, as you've mentioned, through either Instagram or YouTube. And I think that that is kind of a way to escape a bit of the algorithm that is that can like consume you. So uh, I definitely see the both positive and negative sides to TikTok that you talked about. Uh, and I think what you're saying is really relevant. It's something that we are constantly thinking about. Could you also perhaps tell us a bit more about how TikTok has impacted Gen Z in particular? Certainly. As a Gen Z myself, I can surely use my personal experience with the app to tell you more about it. I personally haven't downloaded the app, but I have used a phone of my friends and looking at the app once and I've been stuck on the phone for like five hours. So to explain this, I will go through the pros and cons of the app and maybe something, uh, things that I've had experienced when using the app or watching TikTok in general. Let's start with the pros. TikTok is a great educational tool whether it is in academic departments or about a job or a culture, you can always learn something new. Many teachers have taken it to TikTok to share their stories of how they work with students to create a safer and interactive environment during the pandemic. I personally have seen so many clips giving advice on how to work with students through Zoom, how to simulate them and how to talk to them. The app also gives you the opportunity to develop yourself in your community and as an individual, whether it's your ideologies, beliefs, or fashion sense that is growing and changing, you can grow and you can support causes that you hold close to your heart. And I find that amazing. I, for example, use TikTok to learn more about climate change and discrimination across the globe. It has changed the way I see the world, and I wish to help change these things. Everyone should see these benefits on TikTok and be open to the idea that this app is not bad it is actually useful. However, there are also cons to this app and many of these can be and should be resolved. First, let me start with the most common of all, the over-sexualization of minors between the age of 12 to 18. On TikTok, you, are very, uh, you will very often see young girls and boys acting in very sexual ways, whether it is in a dance or a POV, a point of view. They're acting as if they were adults. This, on one hand, may seem completely normal, but it is not. 
Children should not be incited to act older or in a way that should attract attention from older people. For example, personalities such as Daniel Kahn, whose real age we still don't know, are in a relationship with a 19-year-old boy. Thus, he is allegedly four years older than her. Her influence has helped her normalize such relationships where they are in no way good or normal. Since as teenagers, we're going through a very emotional time and can be easily manipulated. Furthermore, 13-year-old girls are boasting about how they are asked out by 17-year-old boys. It goes also the other way around. It is abnormal, and you should not be trying to distance yourself from your real age or be proud of the fact that people that are not your age or maybe are uh, over the age of 18 are trying to get into a relationship with you when you're really young. This might be a sign of them being a predator and they might want to do harm to you. You should always be wary of people who are attracted to very young people or who are trying to use you emotionally. Enjoy your life, but don't change yourself for others. Second, TikTok is a very toxic environment. Many hide behind their screens using the app as a way to hurt others or to incite insecurities in people. They might talk about your weight, they might talk about how you look, they might talk about your hair, your skin color, or even your intellect because they always want to hurt you. And you will always go through your comments and find somebody trying to hurt you. It might be something so discreet you might not notice it, but it is there and it might really hurt you at some point. Although many wouldn't even dare say such things in real life, they're saying it on TikTok, and we should be wary of it. We should be sure that this doesn't happen. As such, we can see that TikTok is this hotspot for hatred and trolling sometimes, similarly to some events on Instagram that we can talk about, which makes it even worse is, like I said, most of the app's users are underrated and can be easily emotionally manipulated and when we come to real life these people who are trolling you are probably also underage and wouldn't even act the same way they're a completely different person in real life as such i wish for tiktok to be a more regulated uh, environment and not incite children and adults to do inappropriate to continue inappropriate behaviors which they may regret later such a popular app with so much potential should be used for the good, not the wrong. And by wrong, I mean, like I said, over-sexualization of children or uh, hate comments, hate speech. Yes, I totally see where you're coming from. As someone who uh, works in a children's rights organization, we're constantly thinking about ways to protect children. And social media and general media usage throughout the COVID-19 pandemic is definitely a threat that we're trying to overcome. And uh, there are many things that need to be done that I think are not. So uh, I think the points that you've mentioned are really important. So finally, I want to ask you about your opinion on mental health. Uh, how are these negative aspects potentially uh, affecting people's mental health, especially in our day and age? Well, Mental health is crucial in 2021, especially for students who struggle with school or online school. We need support, we need love, and we need to have our voices heard. This is a new age, an age that should allow us to be ourselves, to love who we want, and not be judged through society's cruel eye. 
my fellow Gen Z and other generation, I say, take care of yourself and your best friend. You are your best friend. And as corny as the sound, don't let people step all over you. If you need help, do not be ashamed of asking for it. We all have our own battles and those who we ask for help, please listen. It is one of the most gratifying things you can do. I wish you all the best and here is a big hug. Remember to be proud of who you are. Remember that it's only through voicing our opinions, voicing our problems that we can grow stronger and move forward. And in this day and age, you should be proud of who you are. Big kisses, big hugs, and see you soon, hopefully. I think that is a perfect way to wrap up our series. Thank you all for listening. We hope that this podcast has inspired you to have a conversation with those around you about mental health in order to break the stigma. And we hope that together we can solve this global challenge.